Hello and welcome to an emergency episode of the In and Around podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Will Hunt, and joining me today, like every week, is Dave Harris. Hello. And Mike Breslin. Hello. Um, what's the pod all about? Well, every week, sometimes more than once a week, <laughs> uh, three mates get together to discuss what's going on in the world of football. So why are we having an emergency episode? It's because football's cancelled, and it's not cancelled in a way where it's been naughty and Twitter's in uproar. It's cancelled due to a worldwide outbreak of COVID-19, a.k.a. coronavirus. Almost all the major leagues have postponed the season. Some are on the verge of ending their seasons entirely, which has left plenty of questions for football's governing bodies to answer. And we thought, who better to answer these questions than the In and Around podcast? Um, So in this episode, we are going to discuss these questions and then we're going to talk about the impact that this crisis is going to have on the game. Um, both in the immediate future and probably longer term. Um, we're also going to let you know what we're going to be doing on the pod during this downtime. But first, gents, I hope you're well. Yeah, yeah of course. Of course, otherwise we are at home. Well, no further comments. <laughs> <laughs> Why in a press conference? Cagey wanna... <laughs> pod from well, Dave. Well. <laughs> Okay. In oh, come on, I'm getting okay. at self-isolation, Will, but I don't want to. I don't want to have a downturn on the pod. This is in. this is an episode about a worldwide epidemic. It's not going to be really cheery, <laughs> right, Mike? I hope you're okay. I'd like to cautiously respond. <laughs> okay, all right. Send the assistant, Mike. Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm doing well. I like how it only took two minutes for the football manager jokes this week. Um, okay. How are you, Will? Yeah, we, ne- we never get to. We hear never ask you, actually. Yeah, do we? Oh, no, I don't want to be asked. I like to keep myself an enigma, Dave. Much like you, apparently. <laughs> um, Who? So, <laughs> good lord. Anyway, so let's. We, we need to settle down. Let's talk about. Um, sort of, let's set the scene for anyone who hasn't heard about <clears throat> so far what's happening. Um, so, I'm not going to go all the way back to tell you that it, coronavirus broke out in Wuhan, blah 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 blah, and it's supposedly to do with some bats. Not going to talk about not Mitchy Batch Why just actual bats. Um, however, all the <laughs> countries across the world are now in uproar about it, and sort of Premier League players themselves have got them. Callum Hudson Odoi, Mikel Arteta, um, which last week when everyone was playing the games behind doors, we deliberately didn't comment because we felt it was wrong to com- comment while we didn't have the full facts. So, this episode is going to talk about. Um, potentially some of the things that people might do however we're going to talk about more what they sh- what we think they should do rather than just giving adverse speculation and we're going to try and keep this to football as much as possible mm-hmm. because as you know football podcast not a politics podcast however that being said so what has happened around the world brez the premier league's reaction yep so uh yesterday which was friday the 13th a very very bad day. <laughs> Very fitting day. Yes. Um, so the Premier League and the EFL, in a joint statement, decided they were going to suspend all football um, until at least April the 3rd. The Women's Super League followed suit and so did um, football in Scotland, Wales and Northern Ireland. So basically football's cancelled. Apart from, for some reason, the National League uh, in England decided they were going to keep playing by following the government advice, so they were still going to be playing. Only about half the fixtures actually took place mm. in the end. I do find it a bit strange that they're still playing. I also find that yeah, really um, strange. But I suppose they're slightly smaller crowds. 
Um, you can get away with it. England, Denmark, the friendly mm-hmm. is already off. Um, obviously, we know Italy and Spain. Well, Spain, La Liga had only suspended for two weeks. That's going to be a lot longer the, now. The Bundesliga have either... I can't. I don't know, for example, I saw a, a bulletin that they were either suspending it or about to suspend it. Yeah, when I'd written this, so this stuff they've up suspended here... Suspended the they've season, suspended it now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Netherlands, Portugal, USA, everywhere. France is suspending. Um, there's a lot of calls that... To move Euro 2020, obviously that would kick off in June. Yeah, I've got tickets. Yeah, Will has tickets. We're hoping for some nice content out of that, but uh, that's not looking good. Tickets for France versus Germany as well. Oh, Oh, no, that's a killer. And an England game at Wembley. Anyway. Um, um, We'll move away before Will starts actually crying on the part this this episode. So I will cover you, Will. Thank you. Champions League, Europa League games, only for next game week at the moment, postponed. I would imagine that's going to be extended yep. when UEFA meet, I think on it's on Tuesday. Tuesday. I have absolutely no idea why they wait until Tuesday to meet, but there you Tuesday go. Is. Welcome to UEFA. Um, yes, yeah, several clubs in the in the week preceding this. Obviously, Arsenal self-isolated after Arteta tested yep. positive. I know Watford are. Um, Everton, there's oh, a player being tested. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hudson Odoi obviously had it. He seems to have got better. Seems to have better, which is a good sign. Well, I mean, footballers, to be honest, you would expect them. They're healthy people. Yeah. And they should be the ones that can cope with this disease. They're not the ones we're really worried about. I'm worried. You're more worried about the slightly older members of the clubs and training staff Mm -hmm. and stuff. The ilk. It's not just football though. Um, all the American sports league has suspended. Six Nations suspended itself. So, despite I think what the government said in terms of keeping sporting events going, I think that. The decision has now been made that behind closed doors isn't good enough. Well, yeah. clearly when Arteta gets it. Mm. Well, yeah, I mean, it's fine behind closed doors, but if a player or any member of the staff has it, it yeah. doesn't stop it but from happening, does The interesting it? thing about behind closed doors, that was really just to protect the public rather than the players yes. themselves. Um, mm-hmm. However, OK, I think we're all in firm agreement that this is the right thing to do to yes. postpone football everyone's but got other things to think about there was just no other choice yeah. really no. I don't know why the government hadn't done this already but anyway no and it's this is raises very interesting questions A about the season as a whole and it also raises interesting questions about if we move seasons and Euros around could this have an adverse impact on the players so people have um, put forward a few different ideas um Basic, some people have said that. Was oh, it Simon Stone said that there's basically three op- there's basically three options. Um, we can declare the season null and void and restart the season um, with the same teams that started this one in the same thing, or we can promote and relegate teams, or we just sort of use this season's positions. But there's been other ones mooted as well, which is just that we end the season as is and people come up like. Bundesliga are thinking of doing it as they void the title, no one wins a title. However, no one can get relegated, but people are going to get promoted. So they're going to play with 22 teams in the league next season. Um, we've got a lot of games left to be played. We've got a pro- they reckon it's going to take approximately six weeks to finish the season because we've got Champions League game weeks, Easy. FA Cup game weeks and nine Premier League games yeah. to go. Um, I suppose... What we say is 
it's going to be difficult to decide what it is. And there was a guy who responded to Jonathan Norcroft on Twitter, actually, which is quite an interesting idea of how they move around the Euros and everything, which was they would give until no, end of November to finish club competitions on this season. So that would be the 1920. They would then reschedule Euro 2020 to coincide with African Cup of Nations. So that would be January, February 2021. Then they would have the domestic season then from March until November 2021. Then they would have the winter break then they would have a domestic season then from January to October 2022. Then they would have a month break to Qatar World Cup November the 21st, 2022. To me, that one is the most sensible mm-hmm. one. However, let's discuss that first and then discuss what we think of the other options. <clears throat> Mike, you were the one who pointed that out. Why does that one work best for you? Um, well, for a start, we finish the season which is good for everyone money wise um, basically all the federations want to finish the season um, obviously TV deals all that stuff is involved here mm. The they want to finish the season because they make money out of people watching um, football want to finish the season because otherwise you've just played 30 games for nothing um, and then, yeah, you've, if you don't finish the season, you've got a nightmare about whether you use this season's results and cut it there or whether you promote and relegate, like you were talking about the Bundesliga, and it just throws up all sorts of problems. So that by far the easiest solution is to finish the season for everyone, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. even if you're in Norwich where you're probably going down. Mm. You probably want to finish the season anyway. As well, they probably still, don't, but most people. Yeah. I mean, even then, it's still mathematically possible for them to get out, and we've seen it before. Leicester's Leicester with Nigel Pearson, um, Portsmouth, I think back in oh five oh six, still could be possible for them to escape. <coughs> so it'd be unfair to not give them that opportunity. I feel. So let's start. Let's sort of discuss it. One of the ideas of avoiding the season. Are we? Because to me, voiding the season is the absolute worst thing we yes, can do. Yes, agreed. Um, we fa- if we can, if we're going to rearrange the football season to put uh, the Qatar World Cup into satisfy FIFA's money, then I think we should do this. We should find every way so that they can actually finish the season, so teams can get what they deserve. Um, what do you think about voiding the season? It's a lot of people are in favour of this. I think voiding the season would be disastrous. Um, I mean, it's very, it'd be very harsh on pretty much anyone. Um, just for example, if you look at English football, that would be potentially stopping teams like Leeds and West Brom from getting into the Premier League. Mm-hmm. Liverpool wouldn't win the league when, whatever you think of this Liverpool team, mm. they are clearly going to be champions. Um, and to take that away from them, I think, would be totally ridiculous. Mm-hmm. On the other foot, you have teams like Norwich. You could maybe argue the current bottom three have been in and around uh, the the bottom three for the entire season. But again, it would still be unfair to relegate them without giving them the chance to actually see if they can play their way out of trouble. Um, Interestingly enough on that topic, I saw Karen Brady made some comments about avoiding the season. Obviously, she's West Ham... Mm -hmm. One of the West Ham key shareholders. Um, who, yeah. who, just quickly, are currently out of the relegation zone by, God, by three goals. Just just quickly as well, she made those comments in the Sun. Yes. And um, the In and Around podcast official um, 
stance on the sun is fuck the sun, and anyone who writes in it's an absolute knobber. Dave, continue. Agreed, Will. Um, but yeah, I find it very convenient she says it when they've just managed to get out of relegation, even if it is goals. Um, obviously, she's writing it in the sun. I imagine they know that someone writing that, a newspaper that is already hated by Liverpool, is going to get a lot of clicks. Um, but can, can, just for example, can you imagine Bournemouth getting relegated by one goal to Watford? It would be absolutely ridiculous. Um, even on the other foot, I know they're not going to win titles and they're relegated, but Sheffield United have had an unbelievable season. Just void that would be... It's such a shame. There's so many clubs where... In fact, I think even clubs like Norwich, it would be unfair even on them. They they only need to put a little bit of a run together and they could still get out of this by actually playing the games. They're only six points from safety. Mike, what do you think about voiding the season? It seems to have some legs at the moment, which mm. is uh, uh, a bit strange. I don't like the idea of that you've played 29 out of 38 games and that is that didn't count to anything. No, I don't like at that. all. I I struggle uh, with that that idea totally. <clears throat> um, if they can't reschedule it, I don't know what they would do. That would seem like the safest option as far as uh, getting sued and stuff. Mm. Whether it's the right thing to do, I don't think so. Yeah, um, I don't think it's the right thing to do sporting wise. However, saying that, if we can't rearrange the season, I, I don't know what choice they have. I. I don't think you can relegate. I don't think you can relegate someone without them playing all ten games. And in, in regard, this is difficult because it's Liverpool in that position. Um, it could be even if it was Chelsea. I don't think you should be an awarded a league title until you've won it. I don't think you should be awarded a league title until you've actually won it. Well, that's my. That was going to be my point about the Bundesliga. Is that you? I don't see how they can promote teams but not relegate teams. Yeah, no, agreed. Because so re- then you would be rewarding a team for doing something with 10 games to go that you're not punishing a team with 10 games to go for exactly yeah. the same, for being rubbish. Yeah. but that, I, that doesn't make sense to me at all. Yeah, I mean, look at Norwich. They've been clearly at the bottom pretty much the entire season. If you were to be like, oh, don't worry, regroup and go again next season. Yeah, we're adding... Two teams, and the then how do you sort out the relegations the next season? Because you'd have to relegate five teams, and only two. Come no, on. sorry, only three. Four. You would well, know you unless you could, unless they left the league at twenty-two. Then I don't know. I, I don't, can't see that happening. Too many games as it is. Um, however, do you two, if the league is ends where it is, should Liverpool win the title? Yes. Why? Why? They haven't because won they've it. been at the top for the entire season. But Norwich have been at the bottom the entire season. Why shouldn't they? Yeah, but against? they're so they've been so far ahead. Well, like it's you've got to if they're going to void the season, they may as well just let Liverpool play their five games, which I'm sure they'd wrap the title up. Yeah, and but, they just call it that. Yeah, but in that, in that case, you could look at Villa. You can look at Villa's no, run. I, of, you can look at Villa's run of fixtures, of which you can look at them, and from. they're only going to have three points probably. They've they're, also got an extra game yeah, to play. They're going to go. They would go down if the season was being carried on playing. So why aren't we relegating them if we're assuming that Liverpool win the title? Yeah, well, you the idea I brought up was you you've played so much of the season that you just sack off the rest of it and leave it where it is. Now I don't think that's the right thing to do either. So it right now as we speak, that means Bournemouth, Villa and Norwich would go down. Liverpool would obviously win the league. 
um, and that would bring West Brom and Leeds up. I don't know what you'd do about the playoff places. That's a total minefield. Yeah, this. But maybe because I'm, <clears throat> if they can't, if they don't think they can finish the season, I feel like you just have to use the table as it lies. But I know you're not a fan of that but you, either. You, you, I'm. The problem, the my, I've got two problems with this. One, a one, you're punishing the three teams in the bottom. Um, if you leave it as is, mm-hmm. and you're rewarding, you're rewarding a team like Chelsea, who aren't certain to finish in the top four. As much as great as it would be, no, for I me, agree. No, I I agree with all those things, but you you can't end you can't end a season after twenty nine games. No, I and the only no, under season. normal circumstances you can't. Yeah, yeah and the only other time the only other the only other time we've ever cancelled a season was in nineteen thirty nine to forty after three games and they just cancelled it. Okay. And I, mean, I know it's so different. That was, the other, that was the other option, though. Yeah. That's what we just talked. But about. that's what I'm saying. You have if. But you... that was three games and not 29. That's the point I'm making. Yeah, but if you... they've had 29 games to get out, well, Villa 28 to do better than they are. But you, I know but... there's still games to play. I understand that point. That would make. Do you know lot... what I mean? I, I know what you mean. I'm a really, really competitive person. Anyone that's met me will know you... this. So. I just find it hard to have played twenty nine games, and that's it. I know you're right, but there's there's diff- that would make sense if everybody was playing the same fixtures in a row. Look at Villa have played twenty eight games; they've they've not yeah, played twenty nine. I agree, and that is and not Ball- ideal. Bournemouth have played a different strength of schedule so far to Watford. They played a West Ham have played a different ske- strength of schedule to Norwich. You can't <coughs> relegate someone if they haven't played everyone. You can't do it. And you can't give someone a title if they haven't played everyone twice. They've played everyone once, though. Yeah, but you know as well as I do, the best team doesn't necessarily win the football match. No, I, I understand that as well. I'm, I'm just trying to... I don't, know what, I don't know what they do if they can't finish the season, but that would be... I would be tempted to do that, but that would never fly with those bottom three. They're going to get sued. That's the thing. Everyone would sue them. And everyone would be within their rights to sue them. Probably, but I hate the idea of promoting teams for exactly the same reason. But you, the Bundesliga are promoting teams, rewarding teams for good performance when you're not punishing the teams for not good performance. I don't think you can do anything. I don't think you can... Unless the season's been played through, I don't think you can award titles. And I don't think... I think you have to void it. Don't yeah, they, they either finish it or they void it, surely. Yeah. Moving away from the Premier League, uh, the AFL were actually, I don't know if it's League One or Two, they definitely discussed it for the Championship. They were going to, if it gets to a point where they can't, feel they can't see out the rest of the season, they were going to use current form of all 24 Championship teams and basically sim the rest of the season. However, that is possibly even worse because... You've, I know for a fact at Championship, you've got teams like Wigan and Barnsley who are pretty much at the bottom. They're currently on an OK run of form. Now, there's teams above them, like a team like Middlesbrough, who are on pretty dire form, to say the least. Chances are, if you sim it on a computer based off that form, their informed teams are just going to stay up or move places upwards, <laughs> and everyone else is just going to move down if they're on a bad run. Like West Brom and Leeds. Middlesbrough are shocking though. They they've had a nine game run, which probably might save them. West West Brom That's and it. West Brom and Leeds haven't been on the best form since Christmas. 
Whereas teams like Nottingham Forest, who are now in the playoffs, and Brentford have been on a great run of form. So who's to say that if they run it for a computer, it wouldn't take away Leeds, especially Leeds. It might even take away their promotion place. How do you even begin to think about the playoffs? This... Um, it's total nonsense. I, I'd much to... I don't want anyone to void seasons, but I'd rather they void seasons and do something bonkers like that. I think what we, we've all got, to, what we've all got to think about is if we're going to hand Liverpool a title, we have to then promote and relegate people. Yeah, it's one. It's one the, or the that, other. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So you've either got to go for it, or you nothing at all, or you've got to finish the season, and then that's up to them to work out whether they can or not. It's really tough because if they void the season, the one I'm thinking of is: Do you just you are you using last year's table to decide who's in the Champions League? Yeah, that's what I think I you'd have. I think you'd have. You... Well, you'd have well, they're to. They're going to run the Champions League, aren't they? So yeah, they would have. You to. would have to. They'd have to just re- everyone would have to redo. Which means Leicester miss out. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah, Leicester, Leicester miss out. I mean, luckily three of the four would be back in Liverpool, Man City provided they don't get banned, and Chelsea. But Leicester, who've had such a great season, they've tailed off a bit, but they're going to miss out. Eighth place, Tottenham, get yeah, back eight. into it. Yeah, in they'd be in there. Sheffield United and would Wolves be in wouldn't be in Europe. Well, Wolves would be, but Wolves Sheffield would be, United yes. wouldn't. Sheffield United wouldn't be in Europe. And they've got a game in hand on Spurs, who they're above. I just, this, it raises so it's many questions. Minefield. So many questions. Um, and, but that's why it's interesting. Yeah. It's one of those where whatever decision they make, there's going to be people for and against it, inevitably. Yeah. There'll be people, even if they are able to play the season, uh, that are just like, no, we should have avoided it. And yeah. you've got people that will argue for basically this, anything, I feel. This Liverpool team is a fantastic Liverpool team. But if they hand them a title after 29 games, to me, they've got a massive asterisk next to it and I don't feel they've earned it. Okay, but do you think if they play those games, Man City are making a 25 gap? No, 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 but that's not the point. We don't know. You can't give someone, you can't give someone a title for winning 29 games when someone, when everyone else has gotten for winning 30, okay, playing I think, 38. Okay, I think, I think this Liverpool team, you, can, you would be able to give them the title knowing they're going to win it, but that would set a really dangerous precedent, precedent and you can't actually do that. You so can't do it. As much as you know they're going to win the league, and then they were the, by far the best team. You definitely can't couldn't do give that. them it. You can't give them a league title. Okay, you couldn't. So unless say unless, say it gets unless you relegate the bottom three and you and promote them. Yeah, say they're everyone. on about voiding the season and Liverpool like no 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 we want to play a game so we want to earn our title. If they say no, you don't need to. Then surely they have to give Liverpool a title because Liverpool are saying we will play to earn this title right. properly. Let me, make, let, me, let me make the point right now. Whether or not the Premier League games play is not up to the individual clubs. It's up to the Premier League. If the Premier League says we're null and void in the season, Liverpool don't get a say in the matter. Yeah, but what I'm saying is it's not, Liverpool table, not, it's not Liverpool it's, it's not Liverpool. It's yeah, Liverpool choosing to take an easy way out. They've been told you can't play your games. Yeah, and they shouldn't win a league title. And your time, but they've absolutely earned it. But this should, but should well. the no bo- one's come close should, to them all does year. It, it doesn't no, matter. It's, not just it's the precedent. I get the precedent. It's very <laughs> dangerous. Like you'd be giving West Brom a title in the Championship, where, for example, you'd expect Leeds to possibly overtake them. I think Leeds are top, actually. Oh, is it Leeds? I think. Either way, whoever's top of that title, it's not secure. Uh, it's not secure. There's one point in it. Um, 
it would set a very dangerous precedent. So you can't do it. You can't do it because you. The reason why everyone plays the same teams is this, and I know it's never going to be fair because no one plays them all at the same time and stuff. But as fair as it can be, is everybody plays every team. Everybody plays every team. You can't give Liverpool a title they haven't actually earned. You can't do it, and you can't relegate people who haven't earned a relegation. No matter how, even if Derby, if Dar, if we were at this point now, and Derby, that terrible, terrible yeah, Derby team. I'm sorry, um, Mike's friend is a Derby fan. Um, you you can't relegate them because they haven't actually been relegated. To do that is to basically we might as well just be like play until Christmas then. Like there's no point. It's just you're breaking like the rules of how we can say you've got a league title for winning that many games. I I think there's plenty of rules being broken at the moment. But yeah. <laughs> I mean I would just like them to obviously it's hard to say at this time, we don't know how long sport could be down for, but I, it would be nice to see them play out the rest of the season is yeah, what I would like We're to all see. in I think we're all in agreement that, that is by far the that best, the best thing, thing to do, thing to do is, is whether that's possible is to not. delay yeah, the season is to delay the season later. arguably to like November like to mm-hmm. later in the year. I, I would give it absolutely zero chance that they'll be playing on April third or fourth. Yes. Oh yeah. No <laughs> way. However. However being said, if they give Liverpool a league title for not winning thirty eight games, I'm not counting it. And I don't think people should count it. Because no matter how good they are, they're not comparable to teams that have won thir- teams that have played thirty eight games yeah. and finished top of the pile. They're just not. However, that being said, Chelsea are undefeated in the Champions League, and if they hand out a Champions League to anyone, I'm claiming we won. <laughs> okay. Good God. Let's talk about um, potential impact on the Euros because the Euros are supposed to be happening in June. June. Very soon, yeah. Um, first of all, can you see them going ahead? Uh, well, seen as they're going to have to call off the qualifiers, mm. the, the um, knockout qualifiers, that creates another yet another scheduling problem, even if we get over this by June. Um, I can see it going ahead, just not in June. So, the, yeah. two, the things I've seen mooted are they put it back a month to July. Um, they push it to, like that guy says, they push it to match up with African Cup of Nations next year in February. Mm. The other one is they push it to July to June 2021. Yeah, I think that's the most likely. Now, I think that's what they might do. Um, however, that means a team. So that means, assuming that we finish the season this summer, the teams are back playing probably in September. They won't play in August if they've just finished yeah. the thing. So you've got a full football calendar, including AFCON for some players. Well, they're gonna they're gonna have to do yeah do a bit of a yeah. pre almost pre season to get back yeah. to the next nine games of the prem and then they're gonna have to so they've got and then they've got the full domestic season next year then you're gonna play the Euros then you get like a month break then you go back into another domestic Barely. season then you play the World Cup Fic- no. how are the players gonna cope with that like well, you- I don't know how they already cope with this, some of the fixtures so I've no idea how they cope with that isn't I, mean, I feel like we're seeing I don't know if if the stats would back me up on this, but I feel like we see a lot more injuries mm, yeah. these days because they worked so hard. Look at Newcastle this <laughs> season. That the stats may not back me up there, but if you're asking them to play, particularly top internationals, re- regular season, say you're an African player, you go to Afcon in the middle yeah. of the season, you come back, finish the season, well then you wouldn't have to go to the. You Euros, wouldn't go to the Euros now. Scrap that. It's. I'm more worried but about. Still, that is ridiculous. I'm worried about the European players having. Not have a summer yeah. off 
until we're talking what twenty twenty three would be your first summer off really. Yeah. And they'll yeah. Studious time. And then your club team will find a, a post season tour to do and then you'll be on the pre season tour after a couple of weeks. Yeah. It well, is ridiculous. Which is why, to me, the only logical place to put the Euros is to do what the, almost what that guy said um, yeah. and to put the Euros AFCON with AFCON. And then, Because then you've got that month off and you come back and you essentially, you're essentially... You're course-correcting the Premier League to match up with... The um, most of Europe. Well, it works with the World Cup. Cause yeah, not, that's the problem. They weren't sure what to do with that. Yeah. And that... His idea was clever because... It accounts for Qatar being yeah. in the in, in the, the winter. Mm-hmm. Look, and if and if we, I said it earlier in the pod. If we can find a way to move the leagues to accommodate FIFA stuff in their pockets with cash for well, a yeah, World I don't Cup, like that much, but. then we can accommodate moving it all to so people can finish out this season. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's get away from the uh, the logistics of who wins the title, who goes down, and who goes up, and let's. There's a really interesting question raised by this brace, and you you pointed this out to me because I hadn't even thought about this. Or was it you, Dave? It was, it was me. It was you. Is it the contract? The player yeah, contract. I hadn't even thought about that because there's gonna there's some like William is out of contract this summer, for example. Um, there's a decent chance he won't play again. Yeah. Till then. Oh wow, that would be sort of great. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty crazy, isn't it? Just I was thinking about it just players out of contract most players contracts are actually dated the 30th of June yep. because it's at the end of the season it's before they go really go away and before they come back for a pre-season and also it's sort of they get to train and then maybe go straight to a new team for a pre-season so that's why the date of the contract's usually how it is now if it gets pushed back 30th of June could fall with maybe 5 6 games left of the season how would that how would that work because you could essentially get players move to another team with five mid games after the season yeah. how is the league going to allow them to register those players they really need to think about it because you'd have to open squad registration again well, it's pretty pretty that leads, crazy that leads to the problem with the idea of finishing the season is if yeah. say Say, because um, Hakim Ziyech joins Chelsea on the first of July. July. If they're playing games, oh, yeah. if if yeah, Chelsea's run, if Chelsea's yeah. run to the top four, they get hit Hakim Ziyech. Everyone else who has to play Chelsea with Hakim Ziyech is going to. Everyone else who's already played them twice doesn't have to play Chelsea with Hakim Ziyech. So it's not fair. So they can't. They if they're going to finish the season, they're going to have to move transfer windows, and they're going to have to move. They're going to have to find a way of agreeing with the players that look. Your contract runs and is going to have to run until this point. Yeah, that well, that that's going to cause another nightmare yeah. because yeah. they'll have to move the contracts. Probably they'll have to move the transfer windows, which means a contract between two clubs, Chelsea and Ajax, that they've previously yeah. signed for the first of July, won't actually count. No. Maybe it'll just well, maybe they just change the date, but still, they then you'd have. <laughs> I don't know what you'd have. Well, yeah, an October transfer window this, this is, year. This, the, this is the difference between, um, for example, like who's going to FIFA Pro? I believe is the worldwide, worldwide body for players. That they're in the meeting with UEFA while they try and figure out how the European game is going to move forward. And the players are such a big part of this because, say, you've got a guy who's, say, Ryan Fraser doesn't want to be at Bournemouth. He's he 
are we gonna? Are they gonna say to him, "Yeah, your contract is gonna run to the end of the season," and he's he because he within his rights could probably be like, "No, no, it, no, it doesn't. It runs until the June." Or are you just gonna the probably the quickest way to do that is he say to Premier League players, "You can't register players until the new season," and then you've got a load of players in limbo like Hakim Ziyech is training alone at Chelsea Football Club. I wonder if they could, uh, like you. I don't know whether I don't know because they've signed the contract and that's what the that's yeah, the date that's, that ends. Mm-hmm. Can you? You can't force someone to sign. No, you up can't. More. You no. cannot. No. You However, cannot. with if the players are part of Fief Pro, they it's kind of like it's kind of like the NBA, the CBA. If their collective yeah, yeah, bargaining yeah. agreements decide to do things, it's a legal minefield that we're not sure yeah, we know can about. Can you do that? Just no, saying, no, by, by the way, we're adding three months to your contract. I also, do that. it brings up a lot, doesn't what it? There'll be, there'll be players out of contract at the end of the season who it's more their choice, like Ryan mm-hmm. Fraser. Also be players that are fringe players at clubs. Um, yeah, I mean, are you going to make someone stay at a club when they already don't get played? Because that would be most players out of contract scenario or that they're rotation and you're preventing them from looking at going to someone else um, yeah. but then on the other on the other foot like Ziyech is an interesting one I didn't even actually take that into account I just mentioned him because I'm really excited about him yeah you should be <laughs> yeah, that is a good <laughs> one though because that's a big transfer that's coming that's happening on July well should be happening on July the 1st but can it but it could also bring up so yeah in order I've in order to um finish the season assuming it takes six weeks by the 30th of June and this is assuming the Euros gets moved um, they would have to start up the season again by the week commencing the 18th of May hmm. mm. which is a month and a half out from when they say they're going to restart it however that's going to be require some very hectic scheduling and I think some players are <sighs> well, for a lot of midweek games and everything but if I, it... I know they've been sent home with uh, fitness plans yeah. all the, a lot of the players even if they're in isolation but they're going to have to have some sort of couple of weeks or maybe more before they play their first league game back mm. so they you have to have build like that a, into the schedule as well like a re-pre-season if yeah you know. kind of a mid-pre-season almost there's all sorts of problems again the only positive is we might get Kante and Kovacic back for the second leg at Bayern when we play in 2022 <laughs> um, I think the other really interesting aspect of this whole thing is and in the NBA currently um, a lot of the staff who work in the stadiums on game days and stuff um, a lot of the big players have come out and pledged money to support the staff during this time not sure why the billionaires haven't done it but that's yeah, a different yeah, matter billionaire owners um, the Premier football and the finances of football hu- been quite a topic on this pod yeah. hugely precarious um, you've got the human impact of the people who work day in day out of football and weekends and stuff but also you've got the lower league clubs who are not going to have this money um, if these run out of Dave take Blues for example yeah I if mean... they don't play any more games they're in dire straits yeah, bad, yeah. Way. I mean, Bellingham's supposed to be going for thirty mil, possibly up to fifty. Um, if it gets to the point, thirty if Dortmund get him, fifty if you know, yeah. probably. 
Well, it's just the 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 prices that have been flatting around. Uh, I don't expect I probably thirty. I can't see Dortmund buying anyone for thirty million. Um, and the thing the thing is with it is that, you know, season gets put back. Blues are struggling financially, and maybe we just have to take I don't know ten million for him. But it's very interesting as well, given there's teams a bit lower down the scale, like in League Two, Macclesfield. Uh, have, have been struggling all season to be, to be honest um, they're already struggling for a cash flow you take away the gates which is pretty much the majority of it how are they going to get by even with the bigger clubs like Man City Man United screw not Man City no one turns up Liverpool <laughs> Chelsea Man That's, United just quickly the best jokes have been like just pictures of uh, an empty stadium the guys looking good at the Etihad <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, a team like Man United losing seventy six thousand tickets in revenue—it's still a lot of money for them to not have when they're going to have to be paying the players. Yeah, uh, right. they're still going to have to pay all the staff, all of your—I don't know, like catering people that work in the office, because it's not their fault that they're not working. No. Um, yeah, even even at the top, it's still huge expenses. Um, and I'm sure we'll go on to it a bit later, but also brings in the TV money and stuff as well. Yeah. I think it's going to affect absolutely everyone. And on the other foot, with teams like Macclesfield and even Blues, if it gets there, you can't expect the FA or whoever to jump in and give it any financial aid. Because no. it's literally nobody's fault. This isn't something that has been... The FA are like, no, we're, we want to do this. It's something no one could have accounted for. It's something that everyone outside of football, it's something affecting basically the entire world. You can't expect any sort of resource from someone who's basically in the same situation as you. Brez, Dave touched on it. Um, TV money, this is huge. A lot of the clubs in the Premier League, like take Villa, they survive on that TV money. What I mean, are Sky and... But I don't. We don't know the ins and outs of their contracts, but I, I wouldn't assume they want to pay all that money. What do you think? I, I can't. I don't know why they'd want to pay. I, I, yeah, like we said, we don't know how their contracts go, but I don't see why they'd want to pay money right now for football rights when they're not going to be able to show any live football for the next at least two weeks. I'll stick <laughs> to the to the date, um, which means they're not get no one subscribing to them right now. Because why would they? The golf. Well, yeah, they even cancelled. The, they've moved the Masters. I'm raging. Of, sorry, quickly. Of all the sports that you'd think would be fine, bunch of middle-aged men standing in a field, not near anyone, I thought would be okay. But that anyway. is what you call social distancing. That, <laughs> golf is social distancing. It brings up the caddy issue, Mike. Of course, it has to be cancelled. Yeah, you're right. Can't um, pass the clubs. So yeah, well, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what BT and Sky will do. Obviously, I'm I'm sure to be watching a lot of Premier League years over the next yeah. <laughs> over the next little while. Um, but yeah, I mean that is big money, particularly for the the teams at the bottom. But even the teams at the top of the Premier League, like let's take Man U for an, for an example. I'm sure they're still making good money, but they're making bank, probably bank. But let let's say this window, there's been a lot of talk about them. Uh, chasing Sancho and Jack Grealish as like the two main targets. Sancho's going to cost you 100 mil plus. Mm-hmm. And Grealish is a variable price probably depending on whether Villa go down. Yep. I can't see 
United forking out, let's say, two hundred million, mm. if they don't, if we, if they don't finish the season, they've lost the gate receipts, maybe some TV money. Suddenly, even United might not be able to afford to go after the players they wanted. Mm. So then, even the transfer window, when we get there, isn't as interesting as we thought it might be. Mm. Do you know what I mean? No, I know exactly what you mean. So then, I'm terrified someone went by Everton. Well, yeah, and the. And yeah, so so take Blues as an example. Let's say they're struggling because they haven't got the gate receipts. They're really struggling. They're already struggling, but they're going to be at rock bottom soon. And the bigger clubs know this, and they've got a bit of spare change. They pick up Bellingham for 10 mil because... Yeah, we need the money. Because they, Blue, they know Blues need the money. Blues need the money, so they have to cash in on their asset. Hmm. Suddenly, you... You've got some sharks just taking all the good players out of the lower league teams for a cut price just because they can. And because now they can't spend 120 million on Sancho, so they go for Bellingham for. Is it, that could, could no, be a No, you're 100% right. I think one big right. thing as well is obviously not on the same level, but even merchandising. A team like Man United. Just basically most of the big teams, they're selling a lot of shirts all the time. Mm. Now, that mainly relies on people being able to watch the game somewhere. Post-season, pre-season tours yeah. is as much about boosting people that want to buy shirts and exposing yourself as a brand yep. than it is football. If they're not going to play for, we don't know at this time, say a couple of months, mm. no one... Are you going to go and buy a Chelsea shirt, Will? Yes. Right. <laughs> Why did you say that? I, I play football okay. twice a week. Okay, okay. You, have a, you have a, a user. Someone that was thinking of buying a shirt, if they can't watch the team, they're not going to play football like you on a, a Thursday, Will. Uh, <coughs> may, and maybe a Wednesday. Um, maybe maybe that will slow up too. Um, and a lot of people buy merchandise when they physically go to the grounds, which is not, not allowed. So even that could become important in loss of revenue. Um, yeah, I've just found a, a post just on a little side topic that, that says from uh, one of the Sky Sports News reporters that um, they reckon there's a 75% chance that the Premier League season will not be completed. Just going back to our earlier earlier report. Um, what we were talking about earlier. That's from an anonymous senior source at a Premier League club. Yeah. So that's pretty interesting. So even so, Karen Brady. <laughs> she's a good guy. She's a good guy. She's like, I haven't got enough traction on my Sun article. Uh, can you uh, please just tweet something for me, um, guys? The financial ramifications of this one, and the sporting ramifications, and the ramifications on the physical health and well-being of people, are of footballers are going to last for a very long time. I think this. I think it's really interesting. Uh, I know there's no football on telly, but I'm going to be keeping my eyes really close to this. Um, and I think uh, I think that's probably all we have to say, really, isn't it? Um, but just quickly, so as you will know, uh, this podcast is all about um, weekly football mo- mainly. Um, so what are we going to do on the pod while football is cancelled? Well, we're actually going to do something that we're all... In looking forward to actually immensely and we were probably going to do anyway but we're going to do it a bit earlier now um, we're going to take a dive into football's past and we're going to talk about some of the great teams matches and players of the past because we're all football fans we all love football and um, 
while we can't watch it live, we will probably be sat on the YouTube frantically googling Frank Lampard's best goals. Um, watching, watching Bruno Fernandez compilations <laughs> is what I'll be doing. Um, so, just to give you a heads up of what's going to come on next week's episode, we're going to be talking about the three teams. Uh, three, not three. 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 <laughs> three teams that we all loved um, that aren't a from our own clubs. So I won't be talking to Chelsea. Mike won't be talking about the tra- the 07-08 Man United team. And Dave won't be bringing up the Carabao Cup win for Blues yet again. Uh, Carlin Cup won. Car- yeah, it's the same thing. Um, for example, Mike's talking about Pep's Barca and I'm talking about Ancelotti's Milan and Dave's talking about the Invincibles. There you are. Um, but with football off, we are going to need some topics. Um, so we actually need you, Dave's viewers. Um <laughs> More than ever. So if you have a topic and a question for us to discuss, please send it to us by emailing us at inandaroundpod at gmail.com or message us on Twitter at inandaroundpod. You can follow me at wilhunt 17 Where can they follow you, Dave? Uh, at Dave Harris underscore 44 on Twitter. And yourself, Mr Breslin? Yeah, uh, at Mikey Breslin for all your baseball and horse racing rubbish. <laughs> when it comes back. Yeah. So um, until Thursday... Wash your hands, be vigilant, and please stay safe.